1: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and
1: conditions. 18 plus.
3: Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established
2: Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka.
4: And I'm Skip Bronson.
2: And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies?
5: You get Our Way,
4: a brand new show from iHeart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: So we had the same actors, the same script, and the same result, which is, I think, how that's supposed to go. If you have the same actors, you have the same story, and then you have the same uh, outcome. But if you saw the NBA Western Conference Finals Game 4, it was very reminiscent of some previous games. Uh, Steph Curry scored a bunch of points, although not that many late in the game. He had 37, and in overtime, not double overtime, just overtime, the Warriors get a one hundred nineteen to one seventeen win over the Blazers, who are put out of their misery. And so the Warriors have completed a Western Conference Finals sweep as they are going to their fifth straight NBA finals. They had triple doubles from Steph Curry and Draymond Green. Curry the headliner, though, as he again. Ever since Durant exited stage right to complain about Fox Sports Radio talk show hosts, that's more on that later. Ever since Durant did that, uh, Steph Curry has gone blitzkrieg uh, since Durant went away. came up lame. He had, in this game, 37. He had 36, 36, 37. He's either had 37 or 36 in every one of these games. 26 three point shots made in the four games against the Blazers. And in spite of Myers Leonard having an out of body experience, channeling that, that must be what Miles. I assume Myers Leonard was like the top player on his high school team because all these guys in the NBA are the top players on their high school teams. So I'm assuming that Myers Leonard in high school played like that every game. Like if you'd seen this guy in high school, that would have been Myers Leonard. I didn't see him in high school. He had 30 points. He only missed four of 16 shots. He made 12 of 16. efficiency from the floor, had 12 rebounds, and it still was not enough. And Lillard and McCollum both put up good stat lines. They had around 30 points each and still, but not enough. And one of the themes, one of the things I want to get into with you, as I was watching this game, perusing and flipping back and forth between some baseball games, but one of the themes of the broadcast was the Warriors- Getting to the fifth straight finals, but they did it shorthanded. They kept promoting this on the four letter broadcast how this was some kind of amazing accomplishment that the Warriors were able to sweep the Blazers because they were shorthanded. So let's discuss. Now, the question Do you give the Warriors extra credit because I want to quote the broadcast? They were without three starters. Do you give them extra credit for. No, of course not. I mean, what are we in elementary school here? What kind of moron came up with that? So my my take: you've got the frosting, shadow boxing, and batteries. You've got those three things, and we will put all this together. We'll put it on the grill with some burgers and some hot dogs, and we'll cook that up. You know, it's it's almost summertime, so we'll we'll have some fun with that. Right now, to lead off with this. Was it pet peeve of mine? Obviously, I'm talking about it here. and I, I'm not that deep. I'm a talk show host. We don't go deep. When you're a talk show host, you don't have to go that deep. You just have to know a little bit about a lot of different things, but you don't have to know that much about any one particular thing. But I do know what rubs me the wrong way. And... Games carry a theme. They have production meetings before broadcasts. And one of the themes of this game, the production team behind Game 4, was the Warriors minus three starters, a Herculean-like effort to sweep the Blazers. They tried to position this as the Warriors overcoming the odds. That's the vibe I got. Now Maybe I'm wrong on that, but that's the vibe I got as a consumer. They painted Golden State as some kind of heroic underdog because they were without three starters. Not quite David versus Goliath, maybe not even rags to riches, but down that path. They didn't go all the way down the path, but they went down the path enough. So I would like to use the powerful bully pulpit I have here behind these microphones of Fox Sports Radio to debunk that dog food. I will debunk That storyline. Now, we'll start with Demarcus Cousins, who played 30 games this season. He's not one of the core four for the Golden State Warriors. Now, so to say, wow, how could they overcome the loss of Demarcus Cousins? Now, they're supposed to play 82 games during the NBA regular season. DeMarcus Cousins didn't even play half the games. He didn't play 45% of the games. He didn't even play 40% of the games for the Golden State Warriors. And this is, oh, my God, they overcame the loss of DeMarcus Cousins. You know what Cousins is? Cousins is when you have a birthday party and they give you an extra dish of, of frosting. And, and You have the cake with the frosting, and then, no, I love frosting, and I would not push back on an extra like bowl of frosting. I would love an extra bowl of frosting, but you don't need an extra bowl of frosting to go with your birthday cake. You don't need it. Nice to have, you don't need it. And Andre Iguodala, I don't have any tears for Andre Gudala who by all accounts could have and would have played for Golden State had they not been up 3 nothing and not really needed to bring their top players out there. You know what I'm saying? I-, I will give the Warriors only a few points for winning without Kevin Durant, but that's the end of my generosity. That's it. All right? Steph Curry is a Hall of Fame player, one of the top players of this generation, uh, even though he had had his issues in the playoffs. Klay Thompson and Draymond Green are good. They're not great. They're good players they are thought of as great because they play with the golden state warriors but the roster is a monster roster and this is why we talked all year it doesn't matter it doesn't matter you talk about golden state this and golden state that and it's irrelevant because they have so much depth the roster is frankenstein and and really the sweep of the blazers is corroboration it's it's confirmation of what we have been preaching behind these microphones for several years that It's going to take multiple Golden State headliners. I'm talking Curry, Durant, Draymond Green, and Klay Thompson to collide like they're circus clowns into each other and go down. Outside of that, it's not going to happen. And and people bring, well, Golden State lost to Cleveland. There's an asterisk on that. Draymond Green was suspended during that. Golden State would have won that NBA Finals against Cleveland. I know we're playing the woulda, coulda, shoulda game. But that series changed on Draymond Green getting suspended, having to watch an A's Rangers game at the Coliseum across from the arena there because he kicked a guy in the nuts and got suspended. Otherwise, Golden State would be going for their fifth consecutive NBA championship. You know that. I know that. Every man, woman, and child knows that to be true. Even LeBron James knows that to be true. He don't want to admit it, but he knows it's true. He knows it's true. Now, furthermore. On the other side here, we'll talk about Portland for a second. This was is an exercise in frustration. Now, I was texting a friend of mine during the game. Believe it or not, I have friends. I don't have many of them. But I said, oh, This is. Rudy. No, not him. But I said, This is going to be a gentleman's sweep. I said, This is going to be a gentleman's sweep. Now, a gentleman's sweep is an annoying phrase that's used in the NBA for a five game series where the team up 3 0, gives a game away, and then wins in five because they have courtesy for the other team, right? They have courtesy. But this didn't even turn out to be a gentleman sweep. It looked like it was going to be a gentleman sweep. Golden State treated Portland like Play-Doh in these games. They did. They would let Portland feel good about themselves. They would let Portland strut around and, you know, have their chest out. Look at me. Look how great I am. And, and they throw together the Blazers, some highlight reel plays for 24 minutes or 36 minutes of the game, maybe even longer, have – Portland shadow box this imaginary opponent because Golden State was playing about 50% and just went Damian Lillard and Myers Leonard and C.J. McCollum, and the Blazers are starting to think, man, we can slay the dragon. We can slay the dragon that is Golden State. Then the dragon shoots out a flame and incinerates the Blazers at the end of the game. That's how every one of these games seemingly went. And this was more of the same. Blazers had a massive lead at the in the early part of the game they built up another big lead. You saw the game, you know what I'm talking about. Well, I've determined though you don't really need to watch like the first half of any NBA playoff game, but the Trail Blazers had a 17 point lead at one point. They're feeling pretty good. Now 17 is not 100, but 17 is pretty good. You know, you got a you got a 17 point lead. That was a second half 17 point lead. So it's not like it was in the first quarter and they ran up and they were up by 17. They had a 17-point lead in the third quarter of the game. the The Blazers did, and, and they were up by eight going to the fourth quarter. And down the stretch, the Warriors they came. You saw the game. They came roaring back, and they didn't even do it because of the splash brothers, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. The last 10 minutes, last five minutes of the fourth quarter, and the la- and the five minutes of overtime. Curry and Thompson combined missed 12 of 14 shots. And Golden State still won the game, and they won the game because of Looney. They won the game because of Kevon Looney and Draymond. Not a Tom Looney. That's his kid, Kevon Looney. Uh, but Draymond and Kevon uh, getting it done. They made four of their eight shots. So Golden State, the only team the past 20. NBA postseasons to overcome a deficit of 15 or more points in three consecutive games. That's the Play-Doh theory. I'm using the Play-Doh theory uh, to describe what happened. Now, the last thing here, the Warriors now will have rest and relaxation, a little R&R, as they will rest up and wait for the winner of the Milwaukee Bucks and the Toronto Raptors. Are you going to take that bait? There are going to be a lot of media people. And I know how these these idiots operate because they're my colleagues, many of them. Uh, and they will pick the Eastern Conference team to win because they want to be on the side of the upset. Right? They want to be on the side of the upset because if the upset happens, then you'll remember, hey, so-and-so gas bag picked the upset. I am not doing that. I'm putting my bet in right now. The Golden State Warriors, get a parade. Get the date scheduled in the Bay Area. They're going to win another championship. That's it. That's all. It's over. I've been saying this for every year. I do the same mantra. And every year, guess what? More times than not, I'm right. And Kevin Durant's not going to play. And DeMarcus Cousins, he's not going to play either. The Warriors are just going to recharge their batteries. That's it. Then they'll hit the ground running there. Nine days. Nine days vacation. Rest up for the NBA. Because the NBA has the – they have a certain date where the finals have to start. Even if – let's say Toronto or Milwaukee win the next – let's say uh, Milwaukee wins the next two. So it's a five-game series. doesn't matter. The NBA is trying to accommodate the international media that travel from Timbuktu and everywhere else. And they have to make sure they have a certain date because these people have international flights. And that's what the NBA is worried about. So they're not going to move up the start of the NBA Finals. And then the Warriors, there'll be more goosebumps. They'll hit a bunch of three-point shots. That'll be that. And then Kevin Durant will leave, and no one will care because the Warriors will be the favorite to win again next year. That's pretty much how it goes. All right, so Ben Maller's show on Fox. of so the Blazers, the little engine that could, couldn't, in the Western Conference Finals. Here's Terry Stotts. Now, Damian Lillard missed several shots, several big shots, down the stretch, fourth quarter, overtime. He was out of control. He was off. His bio rhythms were off. Here's Terry Stotts on all that.
5: Well, we had another timeout. I mean, that was Dame and CJ come off curls. If they switched it, Myers could slip down the lane. You know, getting Dame the ball over there um, was the first look. And if they screwed up a switch, maybe we get Myers going down the lane.
6: By the way, congratulations to the Blazers, who become the second team in history to be swept out of the playoffs in a seven-game series three years in a row. So congratulations. It's not the kind of record you wanted, but it's the kind of record you have. So you might as well embrace it. Uh, Terry Stotts, I'm sure you're very happy. You're proud of your team and the fact that they embarrassed themselves blowing big leads in three of the four games, it must make you very proud. Yes?
5: I think it's a little too early to to look at how this series helps us right now. Oh, uh, right oh. now it, it kind of stings.
6: Stings? Like a bee sting? You should get that checked out. All right, here's Damian Lillard. I like Lillard. I didn't like him in this series. Here's Lillard pointing out that the Warriors, well, they had they had this going for
5: them. When it came time, they uh, were a player down and they they executed. You know, they were sharp. They did everything um, a level up. You know, from what we did.
6: That would be accurate. Now, also Lillard, we talked about this yesterday. Lillard had said that, hey, it's not that big a deal. There was a report behind a paywall that he had separated ribs. And while Lillard tried to downplay that, the media, as I anticipated, they ran off with the story. Tried to make it like he was—he had his his chest ripped out from his—you uh, know—the his, innards were all over the place there because of this injury. Here's Lillard again, pointing out, despite what you might have read, it's not that big
5: a deal. I've had worse injuries. I think it's as simple as that. I've had worse injuries, so I didn't come into the game saying, "Oh, I'm playing through." The injury, you know, it was something that, you know, yesterday at, the, at practice, I shot the same. I, you know, did the same stuff I always do. So, obviously, it's there. Um, it's pain, but it's not something that's impacting what I'm doing on the floor.
6: Oh, the pain. Oh, the – I've had to do radio with headaches. I don't bring it up, though. I don't point it out that I've got headaches. No. I don't point out that I need smelling salts. I don't point that out at all. Do I? No, not at all. You know what I need? I need somebody in the tank at The Athletic to write a story how Maller's able to overcome headaches and do his radio show. That's what I need. Very heroic of me to overcome the injury. Showing you what a tough guy I am. I can do radio with a Head thriving in pain, but I'm able to pull it off. All right, C.J. McCollum, he's the other dynamic duo guy in the backcourt for the Trailblazers, and I'm sure you are now going to say this season was glorious for the Blazers. Yes, it was
1: an interesting year. To oh, say interesting. Obviously, yes. obviously went through a lot. Uh, Mr. Allen passing away. Um, before the season started, uh, our team masseuse Annie gets uh, diagnosed with cancer before the season starts. And then Nurt goes down with a, a gruesome injury. Our video coordinator gets in a horrific you know, car accident. And not to mention, like you said before, we weren't picked to make the playoffs, um, let alone you know get out the first round.
6: What about Jennifer? You didn't bring up Jennifer. You're trying. Who? Uh, some Twitter thing. All right. It's the Ben Mather Show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat
4: Willie, Judas, Solid Gold Garcia, Myers Leonard. How about that? I uh, uh, Yeah. I no, I had never heard of him before in my life. That
6: is, You'd uh, not heard of him? No,
4: I was like, "Wow!" You're I'm not watch-
6: supposed to say that on the. The mic's I'm are on, Eddie. The, the, the mic's on. you said that on the live. No,
4: air. I, it's, I. I mean, I'm watching the game. And I'm like, "God, oh, this guy's yeah, really
6: good." Who is? Yeah, I've He's never been, heard I've of been him.
4: Played in every game
6: for the Myers Blazers. Leonard. Yeah, no, no, Myers no. Leonard.
4: I'm like, what? What school did that guy go to? Looking up, oh, Illinois. Oh, okay. You don't Myers watch Leonard.
6: the Fighting Illini. You're not a fan of the Fighting Illini. Uh, back
4: in the day, yeah, I did watch them. Kendall Gill, Nick Anderson, those guys. But, uh, that's that was a long time ago. They haven't been very good since then. Yeah.
6: Well, I, I pointed out, and that Leonard Meyer, Myers Leonard was the top player on his high school team. He was. He's from. I think he's from Virginia or something like that. Um, I don't know. He's born in Virginia. I don't know where he grew up, but maybe he grew up in Illinois. He probably did grow up in Illinois. If you went to to the, the Illini. Uh, but I, I figured in high school he probably played like that all the time because that's how every player looks in high school who eventually goes to the NBA. They dominate, just hit every shot. That's how it goes. Yeah, in, in even, high school, even I. Know, and I mean, they called me Moneyball Maller back. No, the day. Nobody I, ever called you. I, that. It, they did. They called you. Me Money you might Ball have called Maller, yourself
4: that. And I, no I nailed, one else.
6: I was you that. great. I was a, a vintage classical shooter. I had the high arching shot. I was a set shooter. Ah! No, I was. I had the a set shot. I was a rainbow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I learned from Chet 40, the sole talk show host in San Diego. Oh my. And uh, Purvis Short. Learned from him, uh, another guy, and I uh, had a
4: set shot. Yeah. I saw no. they actually called traveling in this game. I didn't know that was still a rule, but uh, I guess I guess it is.
6: Well, it has to be so
4: egregious. Yeah. There's no way they cannot
6: call it. <laughs> you yeah, can't
4: take one hop on one leg. like you're, uh... Steph Curry, he
6: tried to dribble back, and then he lost his dribble, so yeah. then he just kind of skipped.
4: Back yeah, to the three get point away line. with this. Yeah. Meanwhile, Giannis... The, the referee was like, wait a minute. Yeah, what's the what's yeah. the hand signal for traveling? I don't remember.
6: <laughs> Giannis Adetokounmpo is like a rampaging buffalo running towards the <laughs> basket. Does not get called for for traveling in the game against Toronto. He's like, yeah, that's no big deal. What's, who cares about that?
7: Big deal. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
6: Now, normally, we talk about an eclectic uh, group of things on this show, and we often, all of us, depend on unnamed sources and insiders to give us this scoop. We like scoopage to talk about, discuss. Yeah, we all do. I think we all agree on that. So, Like, for example, when, when Woj goes on a bombing run on free agency, and we all get excited about that, who's going to sign where. Once in a blue moon, though. Do we get it right from the horse's mouth? And giddy-up, because we have one of those cases right now. Magic Johnson, in a made-for-TV spectacle, cleansed his soul. And while doing that, the Laker bus went by, and he tossed under the bus Rob Palenka. I don't know if it was a bus or it was a steam engine. He was standing near some train tracks. Uh, Either way, made for quite... Quite the scene. I assume you've heard some of this by now. I don't think that you're in the dark. You don't live in a shoebox. You don't live in a vacuum. That You've been exposed to it via, whether it be social media or the interweb or other radio programs. But just to get you up to speed, the key facts that you need to know, Magic Johnson went on the boob tube and called Rob Palenka a back. Stabber, we got the audio. Just to prove that it happened, we have the audio. Uh, Magic uh, cleansing his soul, talking about his situation there. He pointed out that it wasn't an enjoyable experience anymore.
5: What happened was I wasn't having fun coming to work anymore, especially when I got to work beside you, knowing that you want my position. And I'm okay with that because this is what happened, Stephen A. I told him in year two, I'm only going to be here three years. So my job is, Rob, to get you ready for this position. You know, I was going to help elevate him mm. to, the, to the president's position. And so when all this was coming back to me and guys calling me saying, you better watch out for him. And then what was crazy was before, when I took the job, you know how I many agents called me and said, you got to watch out how for many? him. And how I many? And eh, I said, I got to give the guy a fair chance. You know, I can't listen to, mm-hmm. to people. But he he was a hard worker, smart guy. Now you have that position, so I'm good with that. Yeah.
6: All right. So a couple of things on that particular soundbite. Uh, the first thing is that you know, Magic. I'm I'm actually on Magic Johnson's side here, but that didn't sound particularly good. Didn't sound particularly good. I I was trying to elevate Rob Pelinka, and and the fact that you say, well, it just wasn't fun anymore. You know, and I know from from you telling me you the listener telling me over the years that there's a lot of uh, people that have found our show because you do jobs that are not fun you work in a warehouse you are very you you feel the effects your body is ravaged at the end of the week but you do it it's not fun but, hey, Magic has F.U. money. Magic has F.U. money, so he can say, if a job's not fun, I'm just going to quit the job. Of course, you also have to overlook the fact he was terrible at the job, right, that he sucked at the job. That's part of it also. Here's more on Magic, and there are too many cooks in the kitchen.
5: Jeannie will always make the final decision, but she huddles up with Linda Ramis, and probably now even – I think Phil Jackson advises her a little bit. but about Kurt Rambis, too? And now Kurt Rambis is home. And I was happy Kurt was back because I wanted Kurt. I wanted more basketball uh, experience to be with the Lakers. We didn't have a lot of former NBA players with us, and we needed some. And so Kurt came back. It was good, smart guy. So somebody's got to be the leader.
6: Well, Linda Ramis had some great years for the Lakers. She was actually at the end of the bench in the 80s. Linda, uh, she had a couple big games. No, no. Against the Rockets in the playoffs one year. Uh, that was when they had Elijah Wan and Samson. Linda Ramos came off the bench, and she scored like eight points in one of those games. They were very good. They were very good. All right, here's more from uh, Magic, who points out there's just a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff going on.
5: It's too many people at the table. Mm-hmm. And so what happens everybody gets to share their opinion and it's so much information coming at her that then when I say hey we have to do this she can't make a decision because they said no don't go the way magic go you should go Other left Other people already of going got right. to her exactly. and in the back of her mind Exactly. Yeah. so so her love for those people and respect for those people often caused us to not make the right choice or there's no decision max and so I said listen we you can't run a corporation like this. You can't have everybody think that they can have a voice.
6: All right, now we've not played the most important sound but I hope we have that where Magic named Rob Palinka as the backstabber because that's the money soundbite. Mean, all this stuff's leading up to that crescendo with uh, Stephen A. and Max Kellerman on the Entertainment and Sports Network. But uh, Magic, he, he named Rob. He did not. He didn't use a pronoun. He announced the name of the person here i think we have it here we go
5: people around the laker office was telling me rob was saying things and rob uh, palenka rob palenka and i didn't like those things being said behind my back that i wasn't in the office enough and so on and on so i started getting calls from my friends outside of basketball saying those things now were said to them outside of basketball now not just in the laker office anymore Mm -hmm. now it's in the media and so on. And these are people you trust. Exactly. And people got to remember something. Being in this business for over 40 years, I got allies. I got friends everywhere.
6: Which is his way of saying, I know if you're behind my back. I know everything. I know everything. So yeah, there's a bunch of it. There's a lot of this, a lot of moving parts to this and But we can't bury the lead. Don't bury the lead, my man. It's Magic Johnson versus Rob Palenka. Heavyweight battle. Who is the champion of the world? It is a he said, he said situation. Magic Johnson calling Rob Palenka a backstabber. Well, Rob Palenka, he then responded. It gets even better because Rob Palenka had a chance to speak. He said it's not true. He spoke at the Laker... Introductory news conference. More on that in a minute. So let's discuss the question: whose side are you on? Whose side? Are you gonna take Magic Johnson or Rob Palenka? Now, I'm, I'm Magic is, is got some some guilt in this, but I am on the side of Magic. Presto! I stand with Magic Johnson, me and Magic side by side. woo Now, my thoughts, you've got deep water strategic, and mamba mentality. You've got those three things, and we will put all of this together in a casserole, and we will cook it at about 400 degrees for 15 minutes, and we'll see what happens. Uh, We'll put all this together. So, A, Rob Palenka, who cut his teeth. We know his backstory, but it bears repeating. He cut his teeth as a sports agent. These are the people that now run the sports world. It is a power imbalance that has led to some franchises who are desperate and pathetic turning over the keys to the kingdom to sports agents. And so far the results have been, let's just say, less than amazing, more like the Deepwater Horizon uh, is the way this has gone so far. Now my evidence is not only Rob Palenka with the Lakers – but also Brody Van Wagenen, who was a high-profile baseball agent who is now sinking the Mets ship in the Atlantic. And uh, they're a disaster. But the you know, you got the Mets who are playing classical Mets baseball. You've got Rob Polinka running the Lakers like the Washington Generals of the NBA. And if you didn't know Rob Polinka, if you didn't know Rob Polinka's background and you just looked at At him, right? Tap dance around when he was asked questions about Magic Johnson. You would know this guy is in trouble. He needs a lifeguard to swim out with uh, paddles to save this guy on a little boat because Rob Palenka was taking water off. And and I like to use the eyeball test, which isn't the end-all be-all, but usually the eyeball test is pretty good. And if you use a simple eyeball test, the body language, which doesn't really work that well on radio, because it's radio. But if you um, if you could visualize Rob Palenka, his body language was that of someone who was not telling the truth. All right, he he reeked of misplaced arrogance. He's done that ever since he took over. I believe he's a lawyer, which that's a check mark against him. And he's a former agent. He grew up in Lake Forest, Illinois, which is a very very uh, highbrow elitist part of the state of Illinois. And you know, that's how he was. He looks like he's had a lot of plastic surgery to me, uh, a lot of uh, work on his face there, uh, <laughs> a lot of time in the the suntan uh, facilities, making, or maybe he just lays out on the beach, but he's got the skinny tight suits that he wears all the time, the fake forced smile. He's like a a Rob Lowe wannabe. And he, he's got these, like, folksy, like, biblically quoted, long-winded, nonsensical stories that he likes to tell. He just reeks of being a weasel. Rob Polinka, when I see Rob Polinka, I think, that guy's a weasel. And he's running an NBA team, a high-profile NBA team. You little weasel! But when asked point blank about Magic Johnson's comments, Polinka hemmed and he hawed and he went back and he went forth and...
4: Well, here's what it sounded like. I think the most important thing for me is the two years of getting to work side by side with Irvin are some of the greatest memories I have in sports and work. <laughs> um, he's an unbelievable person to work with. Uh, he fills the room with joy and vision. And truly, it's 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 saddening and disheartening to think he believes things that are a misperception. Yeah.
6: Rob Palenka, well, here's, what, right, 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 right. here's what he should have done. He said, you know what? If Rob Polinka truly thinks that Magic Johnson is a slug and was bad at his job, then Polinka could say, listen, Magic's an NBA legend. He was lazy. He didn't do the job. I did all the work. He was hurting the franchise, and I am not going to allow this team to fall apart. My name is Rob effing Polinka. I don't even know how to spell that, but I'm here to save the day, and we love Magic. He's a legend, but he was in over his head. He didn't take the job seriously, but instead, Rob Polinka. He's licking the boots of Magic Johnson. What the hell is that? I mean, seriously. He was asked point blank. He gave a, you heard it, it was a weak, he knew what the question was coming. It was, it was a it was non-answer answer, which is what a snake does. He's a snake in the grass, uh, Rob Plunkett. Now, B, Magic Johnson, so he's not out of the woods either, right? He, he's not fully exonerated. And he still has a lot of blameworthiness, right? Well, I, And I'm on the side of Magic Johnson here. I am. In this he said, he said situation, I'm standing with Magic, as I said, but you cannot avoid the Komodo dragon in the room. Magic Johnson, as a Laker executive, was a stumbling, bumbling buffoon. I don't even know which my favorite moment is. I, I think it was when the Lakers won the summer league, and he announced the Lakers were back because they won the Vegas summer league. That was Barbie. most likely. Or the many tampering violations. How about the wink fest on Jimmy Kimmel? That was all. That was pretty good, right? That was pretty good. And he added this hodgepodge of players, the space cadets. And now, I I truly do think that LeBron had a big role in a lot of that, but Magic was part of it also, and it was like a cheesy early 90s reality show that the Laker rostered together, the Laker franchise somehow is in worse shape today than when Magic Johnson took over. He said, well, that's not true. They have LeBron James. Yes, you have a rapidly aging, injury-prone LeBron James who's distracted by movies and other side projects like The Shop. That's what you've got. And you've got a bunch of draft picks that can't stay healthy or can't shoot or both that you've picked in the, in the lottery in recent years here. I mean, go on and on. Now, I will give Magic credit for a strategic television appearance. I mean, it was brilliant. You want to get the full effect here. You go on the boob tube and call your former underling a backstabber, and you know that just a few hours later, he has to address the media, right? And, and then the the Lakers, I, I guess people around Magic had the chutzpah. The people around Magic are claiming, well, it was just a scheduling quirk. He wasn't intentional that Magic planned to go on television that day yeah water is wet grass is green come on please sky is blue yeah magic knew exactly what he was doing just like the people at espn knew exactly what they were doing they they planned all this out they knew exactly how this was going to go down and it could not have gone any better could not have gone any better for everyone involved now the last word on this all right real quick so in addition to skinny suits palenka You've got Linda Rambis. You've got these other executives, these nameless fans. Like, Palenka, if you were a Laker historian, you know who you should really be upset with? Not Rob Palenka, not Linda Rambis, not even Jeannie Buss. You should be upset with Kobe Bryant. This is Kobe Bryant who has done more harm to the Laker franchise in recent years than anyone else. Let's call it like it is. He gets the biggest slice of the blame pie, Kobe Bryant. His fingerprints are all over this. He ruined two years of Laker basketball. He held that franchise hostage, Uh, got a legacy contract, him and Rob Palenka, and Jeannie Buss signed off on it. Kobe got a legacy contract. He couldn't play for two years. They did the whole dog and pony show to honor Kobe Bryant. They threw away two seasons of of, of the franchise for Kobe Bryant. And Kobe Bryant, he retires. He's still screwing over the Lakers. He's still messing with the Lakers because now he's got this Rob Palenka, his right-hand man, who's overmanaged himself as an executive. So he's the snake keeper who is suffocating. Right now, right? I mean, this is what's going on here. And, and, and I'm happy. I hope it continues. Keep making the decisions, Kobe. Way to go. And and Kobe gets a free pass because he can play Linda Rambis and Jeannie Bus and all these other people. And meanwhile, the Lakers haven't made the playoffs, haven't sniffed the playoffs since 2013, and they're being run by Dr. Jerry Buss' children. And uh, it's just, just a disaster. It's a, an I dream of Genie" situation. And Laker fans were like, I dream of Genie. I want Genie to take over because the other kid's a moron. And then you're like, wait a minute. They grew up in the same house. They're all morons. What happened here? It's Great. But they continue. They're living in this parallel universe based on past glory, the tradition-bound mentality. It's just a, 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 a fiasco. But I'm telling you, if you're looking for somebody else to blame, Mamba Mentality! Kobe Bryant is messing with the Lakers, and no one else has the balls to say it. I'll say it. He's screwing them over. This is now how many years? The two years he played, the last two years when he couldn't play, and now ever since Rob Polinka took over, the last two years now, that's four years. Four years of dreck, compliments of Kobe Bryant and his henchmen, Rob Polinka. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas... Solid gold. Garcia.
4: Well, uh, that was certainly a interesting, Mallard monologue. Thank I, you I, for that, Eddie. The only I I w- that. The only thing I would say is, look, you can you know uh, say you don't like Rob Palenka for all whatever reasons you want. He's a weasel, but he has to say what he said in that press conference. He have to say. He it. does have to no, say that doesn't. because he Magic Johnson no. is still beloved in it this area, matter. and it makes him look like a, j- a jerk it, if, he, if he says that. He can't a, say it, that.
6: He looks like a Mr. Savi.
4: He cannot
6: say Don- the truth.
4: Donald Trump became the president of the United States by
6: saying much more outrageous stuff than that. Okay, so it can be done. It. You know no, it, no, it's not it in can, this situation. It no. can be done. Magic
4: Johnson, despite him being a boob and not being able to, uh, to run the Lakers, he's still beloved. Yeah, he's always going to be beloved. And if Palen- Rob Polinka comes out and puts him on blast, everyone in the NBA world, especially Lakers fans, are going to crucify him. Rob Polinka
6: was placed into an organ grinder by Magic Johnson. You have to fight back. His integrity was questioned by Magic Johnson. I think Polinka, as I said, an idiot. I've been very clear about that. But if you're Rob Palenka, if I'm on that side of the argument and I'm defending Rob Palenka you gotta come out throwing haymakers it's a no win situation
4: you've you gotta come out. you're but, not gonna win if you like do that a, he
6: looks like a, 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 an idiot like a roach like a he moron, would look yeah.
4: worse if he came out the other way no, I, no, I, I, I disagree Roberto if he comes out and he blasts Magic Johnson you think no, you said, Lakers fans are going to hate his guts? They hate his guts anyway, oh, so yeah, who cares? Exactly.
6: It doesn't matter. It's not like they're going to love him because, well, he said, I love Magic Johnson and all that stuff. You know he was lying, Eddie, when he said it. Come on, you think he was being honest about that?
4: Two great uh, Of course years. he wasn't being honest because if he comes out and says the truth, then everyone's going to hate him even more than he's already Everyone hated. Everyone
6: already knows what's going on here. We're all experts. Everyone's an expert, Eddie. Man, we I don't know about that. Palace There's a lot of intrigue. dumb people out there.
4: <laughs> well, I did see those
6: people at the the rally. Was, uh, I enjoyed that. Fire Rambus pff, pff, Fire Rambus pff, 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 pff. I've noticed that Roberto is not as apt to play the fire Rambus jingle as he is. Oh, was I gotta find it that's fire why Fire <laughs> Urban Meyer or not Fire Urban, I know they want Urban Meyer. Oh, that, Urban Meyer was a that was a good one. No, nah, the Linda the Rambus. Fire Urban uh-huh. that's, Meyer, that's good, that's good. Urban Meyer. Yeah, Urban. No, no. That's play much the better. play. No, that's not. Play the other one. Homer Simpson. Come on. No, play the other one. The other one's even better. It shows you the Laker bias on this show. That my man Roberto. I can
1: care less for Kurt Adams. I mean, I wish he he would get fired. Really, Jeannie Bus as well. I mean, oh, got, for her, for he her, to pay. first for her, for her to allow Magic to to be okay. Magic, yeah, you can be the president, and if you want to, you need you need time off because of your of your of your business side of things. Yeah, that's okay. That that's perfectly yeah. fine if you're gonna miss time like. Mm-hmm that's 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 idiotic of
7: genie be sure to catch live editions of the ben maller show weekdays at 2 a.m. eastern 11 p.m. pacific
8: witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city
9: 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com
10: slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class.
2: No purchase necessary. Void are prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
7: See website for details. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. Fire this is when big Ben gets grilled. Kumaloo.
1: Ben, with the reports that Adam Gase didn't want or thought that the Jets paid too much for on Bell, there is speculation that as the Jets' interim GM, Gase could trade Bell before the start of the season. What do you think the chances are that happens?
6: Okay, so I'm going to set the odds at this, and I'm going to go high, 0%. I think 0% chance. There's no chance. The Jets just paid the guy $12 million. They hand-delivered it on a silver platter to Le'Veon Bell. He has yet to play a snap in a Jets uniform. They have made a bed of scorpions, and now they have to lay down in it and enjoy themselves And and he'll play well. Le'Veon Bell will play well when he gets on the field. And, and B, the way the contract's set up— the Jets are pretty much chained to Le'Veon Bell and vice versa for two
1: years. And then the Jets can do something about it. But he's not going anywhere this year. Next over the weekend it was being reported that the Bulls have interest in trading for Lonzo Ball. Now, Ben, the Bulls have the number seven pick in the draft. With the huge drop off after the top three prospects, would it even be worth it for the Lakers to trade ball? Yeah, well, yes. Rob Palenka's
6: a genius. Just ask him. But n- number one, you are what your record says your lonzo ball has been a below average point guard chronically hurt shoulder knee problems in 2 years in the nbr 3 years he lacks the basic fundamentals can't make foul shots not a good outside shooter that's a lot of baggage if you can get rid of that player that's good and the lakers have to put all their chips on the table to get anthony davis the unibrow they need as many draft picks as they can get so yes if if the end game is anthony davis you trade lonzo ball
1: to bring in Anthony Davis. Next! Late last week FanDuel released some betting odds on NFL players' chances to win MVP this season. Patrick Mahomes is the favorite to repeat at 6-1, to one, followed by Andrew Luck at 9-1 and then Drew Brees. Ben, I believe you've seen the entire odds list. Who do you think is the best value pick?
6: All right, so I saw the list. Now, you take away all the running backs. There has not been a running back to win the MVP since Ladanian Tomlinson in 06. Mahomes will not repeat as the MVP. I'm going to go with Phillip Rivers for sentimentality. He's old, or Russell Wilson as a value play. How did we do, Koopa Loop? You pass this edition. I won the game! You heard it! I won the game!
7: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Now, (laughs) (laughs) Mallard's Mountain of Money.
9: Lord, that's a lot of money.
7: Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not.
6: All right, no grab ass. Let's play the game right now. Here we go. Welcome in our contestants, first of all, from... Salt Lake City, we say hello to Matt. Hello, Matt.
5: What's going on, Ben? How are you? Welcome,
6: Ben. How's everything in Salt Lake?
5: Fantastic, as always.
6: All right, tell the guy in Beaver Dam who has a friend in Punxsutawney what you do for a living. I work at a hotel front desk. That's right. I remember that. I recall. All right, hold on a sec, Matt. We've got Matt and we have Rico, the notorious Rico in Denver who is all about the Nuggets. Hello, Rico. How's it going, Ben? Welcome in. How's the rap
1: career going, Rico?
7: I tell you some of them, they're dope, so you should listen to them. They're on your uh, messenger.
1: All right, I'll have to check that out unless I don't. you got some dope beats in your inbox.
6: i got to listen, man. I'll listen on the way home. I'll rock out. Hey, Matt, who do you want to partner up with, Matt?
7: Uh, I'll go for Eddie.
6: All right, that will be one of the teams. And Rico, who do you (laughs) want to partner up with, Rico? (laughs)
7: Uh, considering that you know that I like numbers of players by memory, I hook up with you, Ben.
6: All right, it's that's, that's the matchup. It. Here we go. Let's play the game. Matt, you were on the air first. What are the categories, Coop? All right, right,
1: gentlemen. This is the Mallard's Mountain of Money Notorious B.I.G. edition. Yeah. Yeah, Biggie would have been uh, 47 years old it's, today. It's my homeboy. And uh, the categories are Big Papa. West Coast Rap, man. What? <laughs> no. no.
6: Oh,
1: East Coast Rap. Oh, no. I like West Coast Rap
6: now, but back then I liked the East Coast <laughs> Rap. But he was killed in L.A., by the way. He was killed. He I was? Li- I lived in uh, Park La Brea, if you, you know L.A., and he was killed just down the street from there at the uh, art museum. That's right. right that's right. There, right
1: there. Yeah. Uh, so we have Big Papa, <laughs> One More Chance. Uh, see how I got out of that, Eddie? M- yeah. Mo Money, Mo Problems. Rude. And sky's the limit. Matt, what would you like?
4: One more chance.
1: All right. And one Rico? More sky is the limit. Sky is the limit. All, all right. right. Matt, you have one more chance. You and Eddie, these athletes all signed with a team to chase a championship. 45 seconds on the clock. Ready? Begin.
4: Uh, the mailman, mostly with the Jazz, went to the Lakers. Come on. Uh, Sun's two-time MVP guard also went to the Lakers late in his career. Uh, Jerry Payton. No, uh... Phoenix Suns guard, uh, white guy uh, from a uh no, <laughs> <laughs> he missed. He missed. yes, he yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> Portland star, great dunker. He later yes, uh, member of the Fab Five at Michigan. Called a timeout in the national title game. They didn't have a First timeout. Uh, former Yankees all star outfielder. He was drafted in all three sports out of the University of they Minnesota. Win, yes, uh, member of the Golden State uh, back in the day with Tim Hardaway and Chris Mullen. Matt Richmond. Yes. Uh, let's see. I, I got nothing for this last guy. No, you got nothing. But great job, uh, Matt. Great well job, man. man. I don't see
1: about that. Uh,
4: David West was the guy I did. I had nothing for. Sorry about
1: 260 that. Two sixty for right. Matt and Eddie. All right, come on, Rico. We move over to Rico. Sky's the limit. These athletes were all former number one recruits or prospects. 45 seconds on the clock. Begin.
6: All right. He's the star free agent of the Philadelphia Phillies. They signed him this offseason. Bryce Harper. Correct. Running back for Jacksonville out of LSU. He was a star in college at LSU. He's with Jacksonville now. Leonard Burnett. Correct. Shortstop for the Dodgers. He got hurt and missed all of last season for the Dodgers. Number uh, f- number five. All right, uh, third baseman for the Atlanta Braves in the glory days. He used to kill the Mets. Dale Murphy. No, no, third baseman for the nineteen nineties Atlanta Braves. Matt. Right. Pass. pass. Ohio State, former Ohio State quarterback. Number two, he plays receiver in the NFL. Uh, he's with the Raiders. Uh, Terrell Pryor. Correct. Uh, wide receiver for the Vikings. Had a lot of headaches out of University of Florida. Wow. <laughs> oh, shoot.
1: All right, all right. um,
6: Percy Harvin, you didn't get that was ninety points. You didn't get Chipper Jones. Holy
1: sweet! Even Uh, though, uh, even though Eddie's partner was saying it, I know. know. Um, Rico, the other guys
6: feeding you the answer. Rico, (laughs) take (laughs) the answer.
1: All right, so Rico, you are up again. You either have more money, more problems, or Big Papa. Uh,
6: More money, more problems. All right,
1: all right. uh, These athletes made a lot of money, then lost it all. Forty-five seconds on the clock begin.
6: All right, 1980s boxer. He ripped a guy's ear off with his mouth. Mike Tyson. Correct. <laughs> the worm for the Pistons. Dennis and the bull- Correct. Number 56 for the New York Giants. He broke. George uh, G- Taylor. Correct. Uh, quarterback out of Texas. Beat USC in the Rose Bowl. Vince Young. Correct. Uh, Baltimore quarterback legend. Baltimore Colts quarterback legend. Greatest Johnny quarterback. Correct. United. Correct. Uh, handlebar mustache for the Oakland Athletics. It's not chicken black. Correct. Yes. Former Jackson Quarterback in the 1990s, I think he went to Washington. Mark Brunel. Yeah, Grunel. good job on wow, awesome.
4: you. All right, here we go. Uh, Big Poppy. These athletes all had a lot of children. Are you ready, Matt? Let's go. Hit the clock. Yep. Former Vikings running back, now with the Redskins. He beat up his kid. Pearson. Uh, greatest boxer of all time. The greatest. No, no, uh, <laughs> heavyweight. Muhammad Ali. Yes. Uh, former Bulls Hall of uh, Bulls Hall of Famer. He was second banana to Michael Jordan. Ten seconds. Uh, this current GM of the Celtics. Danny H. Uh, former Expos and Angel slugger. His son's now in the baseball, playing baseball. Uh, Byber Guerrero. Yes, former nah. Chiefs Hall of Fame linebacker right killed in a car we're accident. Out of time. Who won the I think I won Von the game. Von Belcher. Or Thomas. Derek Thomas. Oh, I won we, the game. Won. Oh, Eddie,
6: we won. Eddie won. Eddie, Eddie,
8: Eddie won.
4: and Matt won. <laughs> Eddie
6: and stop. We I, won. Won. I won. I won. He no, didn't you, stop, not. you did not. You did not win. Eddie didn't stop. I won. I won.
8: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.
2: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer.
8: Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves
7: to monitor and alert you to threats
8: you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com/aware.
3: This is Holly Fry from Stuff You missed in History class.
1: Listen to Choosing
5: Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or
7: wherever you get your podcasts.